Good morning, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you this breaking news report. The news is breaking. Have a nice flight. Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my co-host. <laughs> is that what I want to be today? No. Not no, today. you don't. He is my soulmate, Cameron. My husband, the love of my life. <laughs> He's extremely helpful. Aw, thank uh, you. I'm very grateful. Thank you. You're pretty swell, too. Yeah, I'm pretty nice when I'm sick. <laughs> when you're sick, you're just a little ball of joy. I am. That's how I get you to fluff my pillow. <laughs> that sounds kind of dirty. That sounds really dirty. Gross. Not right now. You definitely don't want to be near me right now. <laughs> how are you doing today? Well, a lot better. Uh-huh. I've been sick all week. Yeah. I lost my voice. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, if you've listened to our podcast before, every time this year I lose my voice. <laughs> this is an annual thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's been this week. And this week has also been one of the crazier weeks we've had. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Halloween. Yep, Halloween happened this week. Halloween would happen this week. So I've been swimming in drugs, <laughs> drunk on cocaine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really have, well, a lot of drugs and a lot of caffeine. Right. Super healthy lifestyle. They yeah, are yeah. super healthy. But it's it's getting me through right now. And then yeah. I'm going to, you know, fully take care of myself once I'm through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a crazy week. I feel like. Turns out I have to wear contacts and glasses. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I went in for my yearly eye uh, report. Good news. My degenerative eye disease isn't where it should be. Yeah. Which it's means slowed down. it has slowed down, which is great. So I won't be blind soon. Yeah. Just later. <laughs> which, which is, you know, a problem when you're an artist. Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a problem being blind. <laughs> kind of. You could be like the Beethoven of art, but you're just too <laughs> blind. <laughs> Apparently, since I've been wearing uh, terrible contacts, mm-hmm. my covers have been awesome. <laughs> So, there you go. Being semi-blind makes me a better cover artist. But, yeah, that's hilarious because I asked my doctor. I was like, wait a second. I have to wear contacts and glasses. (laughs) That's a a rough one. And he was like, yeah, we're not going to complicate this until we absolutely have to. And I was like, this is weird. (laughs) And then they can't even find the reading glasses you need. No, they can't. So, because they're, like, very weak. Yeah, it's super weak. Like, you know, I'm still at high power, not at the power that I need to be. I need to be at 2,700. Uh-huh. He's got me at 2,550. Right. So, I can't see very far still. Yeah. Uh, but it's supposed to be an easier transition from when I'm trying to see up close on the screen is to mm-hmm. also use the reading glasses. Yeah. Which is why I need a weaker prescription for that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's crazy. And I'm going to go all out with the reading glasses. I'm going to get the beads, yeah. you know, to, mm-hmm. like, keep my glasses on. And yeah. I'm going to constantly do the, like, tilt down when I'm looking at people. Yeah. It's going to be fabulous. This is a, a, a big week for me, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because my favorite band released I an know. album this the week. The Beatles had their Semisonic new released their newest <laughs> album. Semisonic. That's it. Semisonic closing time. Semisonic. That's 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 their hit, guys. Their whole album. Listen to their catalog. Listen to them. 
But yes, Semi Sonic released a new album and it's good. I, I think we're talking about the Beatles. Uh, okay. so I think I think the Beatles, the Beatles, <laughs> the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, Ringo also released an EP too. <laughs> so you know. So like you had, you know, I I have respect for the Beatles because of me. Because you hated them. Well, not hated them, no, but... No, I, you know, I have respect. They're, right. mm-hmm. they're musicians. Yeah. Talented. <laughs> they're musicians. Yeah, and they're talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but what you said yesterday about um, what Paul McCartney said, it was actually something really pretty, and my respect increased exponentially. Right. right. But he said, uh, what we had before in the background was just mechanical drums. Yeah. He goes, so I asked Ringo, because we needed drums with soul. Yeah. I thought that is just the most beautiful thing to say. Mm-hmm. Ringo is a yeah. great drummer. I People mean, don't give him credit for it. It's about the talent and music behind it. We're talking about AI just being boring and monotonous, mm-hmm. not having that soul. Mm-hmm. And Paul McCartney was like, "Yeah, no, Ringo has soul with his drumming." Mm-hmm. And I thought that's just something beautiful. Well, I think it's a big year, also that. Um, I mean, this obviously this song wasn't written this year. It's this forty something year old song. It's a good song, guys. Yeah, I, I've it's seen really some, good. I've seen some people criticize it because it's kind of a downer. Yeah, but it's but it's a like Beatles. what do you? What, I'm like, what do you want from them? It's written by John Lennon. It's a John Lennon. It was song. during Imagine Time. It's got George on, you know, yeah. George on guitar, Ringo on drums. I mean, like. Otherwise, if we discount Free as a Bird and Real Love, which some people would probably do too, although I wouldn't mind them redoing those with remastering with the with technology the advanced sound technology to give, to give bring John's voice out. It's not AI; it is advanced sound technology. Yeah. I want to make sure that everybody knows there's well, a yeah, and that's one of the criticisms I had because Paul misspoke that one time, yeah. and there's people like, "This is gross; they shouldn't be using this technology." No, it's, it's like, not no, AI, no, no, it was on a cassette tape that he had on his piano, and they used sound technology to clear it up. Yeah, because the, it was since it was on the piano, the mm-hmm. piano was overpowering his vocals, yeah. and this could just pull his vocals out. The last song would have been "The Long and Winding Road," which is kind of a downer song too they were in a weird phase then <laughs> yeah, you know so you know you have to realize when this was written and the fact that john lennon wrote this song for paul yeah, like literally on the cassette it says for paul and his last words for paul were to ever if he ever spoke to paul were think about me every now and then Aww. friend or something like that that was the last words he ever said so it's poignant in a lot of ways yeah. for me yeah. so yeah, I get a little weepy actually listening to it. I know you do. So I'm so happy for you to have a new Beatles song in your lifetime. Yeah, not songs that came before you were yeah, born. Exactly. But like actually in your lifetime. Yeah, it's very pretty. It's it's nice. It's it's been joyous, and um to see the video with the superimposed Ringo and Paul dancing together <laughs> reminded me a lot about this show today. The morning show. Oh, is that what we're talking about now? We don't. Are, we're not going to talk about my funny meltdown over the bathroom. Oh yeah, <laughs> we can talk about the funny meltdown about the bathroom if you'd like. So guys, <laughs> I had to completely take off work <laughs> because I hated our bathroom so much. Not our bathroom. No, the bathroom I had designed previously, and it was almost done. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I can't work. <laughs> I can't work. I can't the do bathroom. anything because this bathroom is hideous. Well, well the, and to and be so clear. I had to stop working, <laughs> go to Lowe's. <laughs> now, remember, guys, I'm still sick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing gloves and a mask, so I'm not getting anybody else sick. But I picked up all my paint, my supplies, and um, 
Oh, God, it's hilarious. But that's your bath bathroom for yeah. the most part. Like, we have our master bathroom right. bath, but that's like, that's a big deal bath. That's a big bathtub that requires like hours. I like taking quick baths, like 15, 20 minute baths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those I do daily, sometimes, you know, twice a day. <laughs> Depends on the mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that bathroom was driving me crazy and I had to like tear it apart. Yeah. And I did. It's almost done now. But like what was really funny about that <laughs> was like you came with me to Lowe's to pick out the colors and I was like, I just want this to be neutral. Right. I want a lot of neutral colors. I'm going to go beige mm-hmm. and cream. Mm-hmm. Like a two-tone kind of thing. Like a two-tone kind of thing. Make it super simple, very neutral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we spend like an hour looking at swatches to match our driftwood flooring. Yeah, because we are we got our flooring at Lowe's too, so yeah. we went to where we got our flooring to yeah, like match the swatches. Yeah, so we matched up all the, the swatches, and we had like discussions about the different shades of beige. Yeah. <laughs> well, that one's too pink. That, that one's too yellow. That one's too gray. That one's too warm. That one's too cold. <laughs> that one's too dark. That's a good in-between. Yeah, this like... is good. <laughs> we come home, and I'm painting the walls, and it's the same f***ing color. <laughs> I was, the walls in our hallway. Yeah. It's the like a, same like... exact f***ing beige. <laughs> the same neutral color. It's like, <laughs> comes with the house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this, this was grand. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good though. It does look good. It's it look, on its way. I'm it's, very happy about it. I'm making um stark contrast yeah. with it. You know, we've got like the the creamy cabinets mm-hmm. and the beige walls and like the super black fixtures mm-hmm. and I'm putting a pebble rock wall up. It's going to look super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um <clears throat> oh, what what well, I was going to say what what have we been watching this week? Uh we watched the season finale of Lower Decks. That was great. That was great. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. I loved uh, Ryan McNeil Duncan. Is that Ryan Duncan McNeil? Yeah, Ryan Duncan McNeil. Yeah, yeah. like uh, Paris, but also the guy They're who... identical. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't see it. I don't it. see it. The, <laughs> if you remember Next Generation, the episode with Nova Squadron yeah. and the, they blow up, he was the same guy. Or a different guy, but the yeah. same actor. So they made jokes about that. It was really good. Everyone should be watching Lower Decks uh, oh. because... Like, the creator of the show is like, if you want more seasons, you have to, like, make, you have to, A, watch them pretty much as soon as they come out. Yeah. And you got to get other people to watch it. Because I guess they're kind of teetering. Yeah. Probably um, pissing off nerds who love the show. I don't know about that. No, no, the nerds seem to like it. <sighs> I think it's more that, just what we've been talking about, sustainability, we won't get into it today, but, like, <laughs> they they always want, like, a new thing. Right. And, like, they've already, like, Discovery is mm-hmm. going off the air. Um, Prodigy was, like, unceremoniously taken off. Although Rescued, yeah. I think, by Netflix, yeah. I think. What were the other Star Wars shows? They're, oh, Picard's off now. Right. So, like, basically almost all the Star Trek shows that Paramount Plus had are gone. Mm. And, like, the only one that they have left were Lower Decks and Brand New Worlds. Brand New Worlds. Is Strange pretty, New Worlds. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, like, there's kind of, like, a clearing of a bo- the board, kind of like, like right. well, should we get rid of Lower Decks, too? And, like, just clear it and then have all new shows. Mm-hmm. So there's been kind of a call to ours, I guess, <laughs> to remote controls, right. to streaming, to watch it and make sure you're getting your eyeballs on it. And if, as long as you do, they'll keep making them. Right. So it, it's worth it. I, I mean, honestly, 
Lower Decks, I think there's only one episode. That Caves episode really didn't work for me, but it might work for me on a rewatch. I don't know. Like, maybe I just wasn't in that mood. Well, Adventure Time has really put us into a zanier kind of place. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I kind of do blame the shotgunning of, of Adventure okay. Time we've do, been doing mm-hmm. to why I wasn't as into that episode. It was a real change of pace yeah. that I don't think my brain was I am looking forward for. to watching Fiona and Cake again. I think yes. I'll get a lot more out of it. Yeah. Well, I never finished it the first time. I only watched like the first two episodes. Oh, that's true. I stayed awake till like 4 a.m. because yeah. I couldn't sleep, so I, I watched the whole thing. You watched the whole thing. So yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch that again. And then uh, I think it's all we've really been watching at this point. I watched I, Fast 10. Well, I would like to discuss the absolutely terrible Michelle Wolf stand-up. Well, I was going to save that for the, the, morning, dis- the show. morning show. as Because a, uh, they were in the same lane. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, her newest stand-up is called It's Great to Be Here. I have a is lot it? of issues. Is it? Yeah, I would save that because I think okay. it works well with our discussion about the morning show today. Yeah. A lot of it I'm going to probably have to leave up to you because <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I think we'll see how I can go, but I don't want to I don't want to come off like it's I don't want to come off as a Steve Carell. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we watched the Apple TV show, The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Do you want to give a show synopsis or do you want me to give it? You can give it. Okay. I didn't. I wanted to save your voice. Thanks. Uh, show synopsis. An inside look at the lives of the people who help America wake up in the morning, exploring the unique challenges faced by the team. Already right there, Mm-mm. I do not care. Of, like, this show was scientifically created in a lab mm-hmm. to be like everything I don't give a shit about. Exactly. So it's already starting off on a bad foot for, for good old Cameron over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The episode synopsis is, in the dark night of the soul, it's always 3.30 in the morning. What? That (laughs) doesn't make sense. The devil's time. Uh, America's favorite morning news shows is thrown into crisis when it becomes the news. And you can read it better. Uh, (laughs) This is uh, uh, starring both Jennifer Aniston as Alex Levy and Reese Witherspoon as Bradley Jackson. Just realizing they both have... Traditionally, male names. names. Yeah. Yeah, just mm-hmm. I, I knew, I heard the Bradley one mm-hmm. in the show, but I didn't catch the Alex one. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is it though? I said interesting, and then as soon as I said it, I'm like, but is it interesting? No. I think the people who wrote it thought it was interesting. Oh, look, they're women, but they have male names. Look what we're doing here. Look what powerhouses they are. Girl bosses. Girl boss. <laughs> uh, this was released November 1st, 2019. The number one song was Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi. And the number one movie, when I saw this, I was like, oh, right, that came out. Terminator, Dark Fate. I didn't see that one. No, you haven't seen the last few, I don't think. Because you didn't see Terminator Genesis either, did you? What? They need to stop making (laughs) making Terminator movies. The best one was two. One was good. Mm -hmm. Two was great. One set it up, but two was great. Knocked it out of the park. Two was the best. The one-two punch. Yeah. That's all you needed. That's all you need, man. And, like, ever since then, it's just been... Stop digging that hole deeper. It's just, just stop. It's been a bad time for everyone. Yeah. Especially John Connor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were your uh, expectations for this show? You were, you, were, you were kind of sitting there smug a bit. You were like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A supposedly feminist, in quotes, <laughs> boss show about women fighting to own their own content, but ultimately written by dudes who don't have a clue 
and starring women who have long since lost touch with reality. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my gosh. I said, shadows and sunlight. I'm not a morning person. Please hit the alarm. I am a morning person. I'm a more of a morning person than a night person. Actually. I am not a night person at all. I, I meant that more as a metaphor right. for morning television. Yeah. See what I, I like there? watching the dawn. I like the hours before the dawn. I do too. Like when it's like kind of this like chilly gray. Yeah, chilly gray. Yeah. It's so pretty. I like, I, I like watching the new day arrive. Yeah, it's nice. I'm not a morning. I mean, yeah, I'm not a nice person. When I was a kid, I was a night person. Mm. I would stay up all night and, mm. and sleep all day. Right. But now I'm, I would like more of the daylight hours now. Mm. Um, Interesting. Cool so, story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're at the top of the charts. <laughs> Interesting content. Of uh, the top of the charts of the iTunes podcasts. <laughs> you don't like sand. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, so we watched the morning show. Mm-hmm. I thought it was crazy. And this like really gives you a sense, as you said, about this being a feminist show. Right. Is that this... The the show starts mm-hmm. with Mark Duplat, Mark Duplat, Narc, Mark Narc. <laughs> you okay there, pal? Fucking Narc, <laughs> Mark Duplass and Steve Carell. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston doesn't come into mm-hmm. it. She's the next person to come into it, but she does not come into it for a while. Yeah. So what killed me about this show, and I might as well have added the pacing is off at the end of my haiku. Oh yeah. Is everything that happened in this show. Mm-hmm. Could have happened. Like, the interview that ultimately ends the episode should have happened in the first 10 minutes of the show. Okay. Instead, they they start with Mark Duplass and Steve Carell, the two dudes, Mm. well before Jennifer Aniston Mm -hmm. shows up at all. Now, one thing I will say, though, about that is I think Steve Carell was great casting. Okay. Because I don't... Okay, to give a kind of a quick plot... It, this is the basically the Matt Lauer story. Yeah, yeah. It's the morning show. He's been uh, accused of sexual misconduct, mm-hmm. and he's been fired from this very, well, relatively popular morning program. Very popular. Well, the ratings are sliding. Mm. So I think Steve Carell works in that Matt Lauer type stand-in, like how Matt Lauer was viewed before and after. Like everyone like really loved Matt Lauer. I remember yeah. knowing so many people who just like loved Matt Lauer. Mm-hmm. And so he, he has a an air of like trustworthiness about him. Yeah. So making him such like a kind of milk toasty mm-hmm. bland white dude mm-hmm. and then be like, oh, but he's actually like a monster. Yeah. I think actually works. And that's the only good thing I'm gonna say about this show for the next hour. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's what what happens. So he gets a phone call. Mark Duplass gets a phone call. Then he calls Steve Carell. And we never get the other side of the conversations. And it was pissing me off to no end. Because, <laughs> like, you knew this is where it was going. Mm-hmm. You could feel this is where it was going. Steve Carell has done this bad thing. Like, you know. You just know watching the show what was going to happen. Yeah. But, like, it was one of those things where, like, people, there's a lot of phone conversations going on. But you're only getting the one side of the conversation. And no one's saying what's happening. Right. And I know it's to create a kind of mystery or interest in what's happening. Mm -hmm. But it just came off as obnoxious to me. (laughs) To the point when Jennifer Aniston arrives at the studio, Mm -hmm. she sees Mark Duplass there. And she's like who's the executive producer, 
and she said of the show, and and she says who died, and the show immediately cuts to Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Like we're never given like just say it. You're not being clever. You're not yeah. being coy. Just say what's happening. You know. Right. Right. So then we we cut to Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. You know what? She's a great actress. She's a great actress. You know what? Jennifer Aniston is a great actress. They are doing... Their job. They're doing their job every day. There you go. Every day. There you go. This show... I think what's gross about the show, and this is where the Michelle Wolf We can bring in Michelle Wolf mm-hmm. into this whole thing. Is it's trying to exploit and monetize mm-hmm. the Me Too movement. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's what the rest of the series is going to be like, but certainly that's what this episode was about. Oh, most definitely. And I don't feel like the fallout from this episode is anywhere near being resolved. No. So, it's a, it's a really gross way to be like, mm-hmm. hey, everybody, uh, 20, this is made in 2019, so filmed 2018. It's a really gross way to make your money. Yeah. You know, mm. it's filthy lucre. It, it, filthy lucre. <laughs> and another thing I think is like a problem with this show is that Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. is the young... <laughs> uh, she looks great. I'm not criticizing her looks. Right, right, but she's supposed to be the up-and-comer. She's supposed to be... They, they said, like, 10 years ago when I was young, and I'm like, when you were 35? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm like... I said fuck on the air twice, but then I was young and, like, uh, and hungry. I'm like, you're... Like in your forties, like <laughs> it's kind of like when like uh they tried to like uh excuse Trump for the yeah. the Access Hollywood tape, and you're like he was younger than you. They were like he's fifty five. He was fifty five. You know, <laughs> like I think Reese Witherspoon is a great actress. Yes, I think this show might have behooved itself by mm-hmm. hiring perhaps a younger actress. However, yeah. someone who more invo- like I think she's supposed to be. Yeah. 30, probably. Mm-hmm. But I think we really needed someone who was, like, in their 20s, baby probably. Faced. Someone who was baby-faced. Yeah. And, like, maybe it's not Reese Witherspoon's fault. Maybe, well, I mean, it's not her fault, definitely. I'm not trying to put it there. I think the problem maybe is also Reese Witherspoon's too well-known. I think so, yeah. You know, it's hard to accept her as, like, an up and scrappy up-and-comer. Yeah. I mean, she could certainly play younger than she is. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, like, I know who Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. is. And I've been familiar with her work for over 20 years now. Yeah. So it's really hard for me to buy her as like a, like a yeah. fresh face. I can for... see Jennifer Aniston as being, quote unquote, the widow yes. journalist. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. She, she, she can, she hits that role really well. Yes, yeah, she does. And what they want for, for Reese Witherspoon here is to be like the liberal. Yeah. She's like the. No, no. She's a conservative. That, well, that threw me for a little bit for a loop, Apparently, too. she's a conservative with progressive ideas. <laughs> well, at the end of the show, she's like, I can see both sides. And I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. Because, like, I felt like for a long time they were trying to set her up as the the wide-eyed liberal. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Aniston to be the foil to that to be yeah. more conservative. However, mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston, like, they can't... I don't think in the political climate, especially when this was, mm-hmm. this was Trump era when this was uh, made, yeah. made, 
it's really hard. You can't really do that anymore. You can't have like the liberal and the conservative. So the best they could do is make her center left. <laughs> like that is as radical. Cause like, I'm like, if we go any further right than that, yeah. then she's going to be f***ing awful. We yeah. can't watch this. Yeah. But then, but that was the way I saw it. And like every scene that Reese Witherspoon's in, they're always like, I'm liberal. I'm liberal. I'm liberal. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, when they're having their conversation, she's like, I see both sides. And that makes me better. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Because this show really wants to, like, make sure you get it. <laughs> a lot of times. Like, a lot of the dialogue is very heavy-handed, mm-hmm. very exposition-y. Mm-hmm. So Reese Witherspoon and her little, like, local news team mm-hmm. is going off to this coal mine is being reopened. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the, the environmentalists are protesting the reopening of the mine, mm-hmm. whereas the coal miners need the job, so they're right. protesting, blah, blah, blah. And she gets out, and she's just about to go on air, and, like, I guess her, like, field producer is like, you suck, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you need to calm down. You're too angry. That's why you get passed over for promotions. You're too angry. And I'm... I'm so sick and tired of women being told that they're too angry. Exactly. you. Exactly. you. <laughs> I can be whoever the fuck I want. It... I don't have to be nice to you. <laughs> you don't. I don't. It's you. I mean, and I guess what we're supposed to see in this scene is that or she has a strained relationship with her mother, who mm-hmm. has brought back her addicted brother home. But, like, and they, and they say that a million times. Like, yeah. he's addicted. He's addicted. He's got addictions. He's got addictions. <laughs> Just so you know, like, this is what's going to happen, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it's going to become a problem later on in the show. Big time. But you want to make sure that everybody gets <laughs> that Reese Witherspoon's brother has is addicted to <laughs> something. They don't tell you what. I'm assuming an opioid of some yeah, sort. Probably Oxycontin. Yeah, based on where they are in the country. Oh, they're in meth. Meth. <laughs> so what happens is they're in the middle. They're about to set up for this like uh, news report. And she wants to do both sides in her news report. Mm-hmm. But she comes off as so liberal. Like, but, I don't uh, understand it. But, like, her her field producer guy is like, no, I don't want you to try to both sides this. Mm-hmm. They were basically, they were on the side of the... The pro- coal mines. The coal mines, right? Yeah. And she was like, but we need to put in how safe um, wind energy is and stuff. Yeah. I say, are you a conservative or a liberal? Yeah, I don't... Stop saying you're conservative because you're not. Yeah. And then one of the coal miners throws like a rock or something at the... What no, happened? no. He um, bulldozes him over. Oh, <laughs> that's how much I was checked out. <laughs> Um, a bulldozes over her cameraman. Mm-hmm. And so she gets up in this this coal miner's face and starts, like, just grilling him. Yeah. And the one thing I think the show did get that I liked was, okay, so she gets filmed doing this. Yeah. Not on camera for, yeah. like, her local news. Cam- uh, cell phones, you know. But cell phones, because that's how the way the world works now. Mm-hmm. And so she becomes this, like, folk hero-esque viral sensation mm-hmm. because she got in the face of this coal worker because and like she screams in a way that's unhinged <laughs> <laughs> and um she she becomes this hero and because of the sexual misconduct thing with steve crow getting fired from this morning show mm-hmm. the producers there want to bring her on the show because they want to bring strong women on right. and jennifer aniston's first response is she knew the camera was there this is all a setup yeah and i like that because that's what I think every time. Because one of the grossest things, and it's, it's, I think it happens with Reese Witherspoon's character in this show, and it's one of the most foul things 
that I hate about modern society mm. is people who go on TikTok, mm-hmm. people who go on Instagram and film themselves doing nice things. Yeah. Yeah, it's f***ing gross. It's like they'll walk up to someone with their camera and be like, hey. Basically, they're like, hey, you look like you're struggling. <laughs> Let me help you. Here's $100. And, and then the people on the camera are like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And they're like, it's okay. Isn't it nice to help people? Ugh. And it's like, f*** you to wow. hell. I yeah. f***ing hate it so much. In the, like, I was getting real vibes of like mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon doing that in this yeah. show. Like, I just want everyone to see what a good person how I am. How passionate I am about these how, projects. How passionate I am. Yeah. And I just want the world to be better. And what can I do to make a difference? Yeah. It's like, f*** you. I just want to tell it, the you truth. You know what? Good people... Do it in secret. Yeah, that's right. They don't need to prove anything. You don't need to like have your name like in lights. Like you Jason shouldn't. Jason Momoa wearing pigtails in Fast Ten. Fast Ten. He doesn't have to prove anything. And Jason Cena. If we want to talk about Fast John Ten, John Cena. What did I say? Jason, Jason Cena. Cena? Jay, they're Whatever, married now. Same thing. Jay, same thing. <laughs> Jason Momoa took John Cena's name. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but that is something we could say about Fast Ten. You weren't watching it, but you were kind of like look over when I was doing it. Every now and then, something wild was happening, and is... then Jake started laughing when they were driving down the Hoover Dam. <laughs> they were driving down the dam. Yeah, it's fine. If the thing, I think it does work with this conversation though, <laughs> is that like Jason Momoa apparently pissed Vin Diesel off with his over the top performance in. Mm-hmm. The Fast and the Furious movie. And John Cena, I don't think, pissed him off because John Cena would wreck Vin Diesel. <laughs> but, like, he had a very comedic performance as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's funny because these two men are clearly comfortable with themselves. Yeah. They don't have anything to prove. They have nothing to prove. And the problem, I think, with the this particular Fast 10, but probably all of them, is, like, the Vin Diesels of the, the sh- movies. Mm-hmm take themselves way too seriously. They think these movies are, like, deep. And, yeah. like, i got to show off what a man I am and yeah. all this. And these two guys are like, F- it. I'm going to I'm gonna goof around because these I'm movies gonna are stupid. I'm going to wear pigtails, man. I'm, this is stupid, and I have <laughs> nothing to prove. You know? And, like, that's, yeah. like, such an awesome, more awesome way of, like, showing off your, how comfortable you are in your skin. Yeah. You know? But anyway, if you're one of those people who films yourself doing nice things mm-hmm. on TikTok, please and don't. It's gross. Just it's, go f- off and die. It's really absolutely gross. You're not needed. You're not necessary. Yeah, so then basically this is about the point where I figured out what the show was leading towards, mm-hmm. which is to put Reese and Jennifer Aniston together mm-hmm. so they can... So we can have another shitty view. Yeah, so we can have another shitty view and where they're going to like pit one against the Yell other. Yell at each other. This, fi- this feminist show... This feminist show is going to end mm-hmm. with the two women constantly fighting with each mm-hmm. other is where I think it's probably going. Well, no, they're eventually going to get together and take down the men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girl power. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where I feel like the show... It, well, it's like we're saying about these TikTok videos. It wants to be seen as doing a good thing. Yeah. It wants to be seen as like taking a stand for truth and journalism Mm -hmm. and like no more fluff pieces and being more like open and hard hitting, hard hitting, but it just like never quite get there. Mm -hmm. And never certainly in a way that I felt was believable. Yeah. Because there's a point in the show. It didn't feel real at all. It didn't feel real at all. Like one of the moments that like 
kind of stuck in my craw a little bit mm-hmm. was um and like I get it but it's just like it doesn't work for me is Jennifer Aniston it's the morning that Steve Carell has been fired and mm-hmm. she's being asked to go on camera because she has to it's her job mm-hmm. and it's like how are we going to address this thing or whatever whatever she's about to get on camera and one of like the line producers or something is like well, I wrote you some new copy and she's like no I know exactly what I'm going to say. <laughs> and she gets up there and she says her piece. And I'm like, there is no way. No way. They would let her just say whatever. No. Nope. Everything. Because he has not been convicted of anything at this point. Mm-hmm. It, like, these are just allegations, quote unquote allegations. Right. I mean, we know he's guilty, but like, yeah. in, in terms of the law, yeah. he is whatever at this point. Alleged. He is alleged. So there's no way whatever she says up there is not going to be, like, looked over by lawyers. By the legal team. By the legal team to make sure we don't say anything that... That he could sue us for. That he could sue us for. We're not just letting Jennifer Aniston get up there and say what's in her heart. No, that's not how this works. And, like, the show is, like, that's the best thing about Jennifer Aniston. She can really reach in there. It's like... No. No. No, man. No, no, no. No. Not... What was her name? Hoda's not getting up there and speaking her piece. Like, no. the lawyers are going to look over this first. Absolutely. And, and, and it was crazy, too, because, like, like, going back to the Reese Witherspoon coal mining bit where she, like, gets the coal miner. She's like, say five facts about coal mining. Mm-hmm. But this becomes viral, and one of the reasons why she gets picked is, like, the people at the morning show, whatever it's mm-hmm. called, like, sees the, the morning show. Is it called the morning? Oh, I guess it is called the morning show. <laughs> this is how good this show you're, is. You're welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> sees this video, and she's like, she's great. She's so funny. And I'm like, is she? Wait, that's funny? Like, this is funny? Like, this was funny? This was funny? The show, it does such a piss-poor job of, like, conveying anything on its own mm-hmm. that it constantly has to have other characters tell you how you're supposed to feel about the things that the people are saying. Right. They, like, there's a scene where Reese Witherspoon quits her job because of her integrity. Yeah, whatever. She was getting fired. She was going to get fired, but it's like she, you know, quits first. <laughs> and, you know, this is like a big deal. Like, because the news is run by likes on Twitter now or whatever. And I'm not calling it an X. Well, now that it is called X, can we get Twitter back? Yeah, maybe someone should just bring Twitter back. Just so bring, it, by the name. By the name, right? Can you do that? You can do that, right? <laughs> you hear it's only worth like nineteen billion now. It went from forty four billion to nineteen billion. I can't believe it's still worth billions. I can't believe it either. I it's mean such garbage trash. Bar. Okay, continue. But the she so she quits. She's like this big viral sensation. And she goes to her mother's house and has a whole thing that I don't really care about. Again, a lot of the stuff I mean like Am I sympathetic to her ambiguously addicted brother? Like, sure, why not? But like, I really just don't care about anything that's happening here. And she's at her mother's house for dinner or whatever, and there's a knock on the door, and so someone from the morning show, and they're like, hey, we want you to be on this show. Why would they fly all the way out to, like, Kentucky or whatever? Because that's what they do. They personally don't use the phone. They don't call people. They go. I don't, I don't know how it works. <laughs> like the person took an air how flight. How am I supposed to know how this works? I've never been on a morning show. I don't know. Well, like, why wouldn't you just call the person and then she's? Well, like, I don't think they could get in touch with her. And since she's blowing up viral right now, they have to like jump on it. As they got to jump possible. on it as fast as possible. I get that. But then they're like, she's like, "How did you find me?" And I'm like, 
you're like the biggest news in the nation besides the Matt Lauer thing that's going on. <laughs> you it would not be hard to find you. No. At this point. And they're trying to act like it's like this mystery. And she's like, uh, and I think the scene originally was like, how did you find me? Mm-hmm. And she's like, we're the morning show. We could do anything. And I swear to God, it must have been a note where someone's like, that makes no sense. <laughs> they would have easily been able to find her. There's no reason why this yeah. would have been hard. Mm-hmm. Where they had to be like, at the very end of the conversation, Reese Witherspoon like almost inserted is, I'm at my mother's house. Mm-hmm. To be like, okay. Because like, there's no way that even a local celebrity would be that hard to find. Yeah. Everybody like, would they're, be talking they're about it. Everybody's talking about it. Do they not she, know how small towns work? They, everybody would be talking about it. The everybody other local, talks about the blue ribbon, your cow one. Other, yeah, other local like stations would be covering yeah. it. Like what a big deal this is. Mm-hmm. They would be hounding her. Yeah. I'm sure she's not like unlisted. Like I'm sure yeah. you could find her if mm-hmm. you needed to. And like they're acting like she like went underground <laughs> for ten years. She's like Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> yeah, super hard to find. But like, but that, but we could go back to like the meat and potatoes of this. Of course, is Steve Carell. Steve Carell. And the Me Too moment he's having, mm-hmm. and it is disgusting. Yeah. How much they want us to forgive him. Yep. 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 See, that was my my. That was the big problem with Michelle Wolf's stand-up. Yes. Is she was defending all the assaulters. Yes. And this wasn't as a joke, guys. She is defending the assaulters because apparently women are too mysterious to set clear guidelines. Yeah. She, she... So apparently no and stop isn't clear enough mm-hmm. for Michelle Wolf. Yeah, exactly. I was fucking livid. Mm-hmm. Michelle Wolf has always been a really great feminist and... To, to see her undermine mm-hmm. Me Too and to see her undermine all the victims yeah. was just absolutely horrific. Well, and you were saying, I mean, this is allegedly or, or mm-hmm. speculation on our part. Mm-hmm. The weird thing, was it a special called by Michelle Wolf? Just in case anybody wants to see Oh, it. it's great to be here. It's great to be here. What was weird about it. Is they, they put different parts of her stand-up in different cities. And I think it's because the reaction of the audience was pretty terrible toward some of the stuff. They couldn't do, like this was your theory, it was like they couldn't do a full hour, hour and a half or whatever. In Minneapolis or wherever because people would probably get angry. So they would do bits yeah. that worked well in Minneapolis mm-hmm. and then they would move her over to Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. For the Me Too stuff. Because the people in Madison, Wisconsin would laugh more readily. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'd have like a huge gap of like... She honestly sounded like a misogynistic conservative man. Yeah. Just defending all the assaulters like, oh, well, what am I supposed to do with my hands now? Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, we can't flirt. Like, I think she even says like, how am I supposed to flirt? I can't flirt with anyone anymore. These poor men. Yeah. And, and was, that's literally what, like, Steve Carell says in this show. Yeah. He was like, they wanted this. He's like, we've uh, men have always built power to be yeah. attractive to women. Yeah. So now you're saying I can't use my power that I've built yeah. to, like, have sex with women. It was f***ing foul. Yeah. It was f***ing foul. Well, well my, my theory on the Michelle Wolf thing, too, is I think, like, comedy is, like, weirdly... I think comedians in... I think it's a. No, very... I'm not going to give him a pass in this political climate because Pete Holmes nails it every time. Oh, no, Pete Holmes is. Oh, we watched because the new you know Pete Holmes special. And Pete it was great. Holmes is fucking clever. Yeah. yeah. Your, your brilliant comedians mm-hmm. are always going to be funny. And he gets away with saying stuff 
because of the way he says that. You know what I mean? Like the way he's not malicious about it. Never. You know, and like uh, Michelle Wolf felt very malicious, very hateful towards women of all kinds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just very spiteful and hateful, and I just didn't understand it. Yeah. It came out of from from what we know of like Michelle Wolf, yeah. like I what what I think like a, like comedians like I think like I said I th- I'm sure she's friends with these some of these comedians who've been me tooed or whatever you mm. verb you want to say and she doesn't want to like cut ties with them or whatever, yeah. but it's just like that's no you know what's better than just don't say anything I guess it's just f-ing foul I was honestly just very disappointed. Yeah. She's a loud voice, and now she's told women, hey, you're a victim because you're not saying no loud enough. You're not saying no. You're well, you're a victim because uh, it's your fault. When you think about it. When you think about it, it's actually your fault. It's really, it's really, and she blames all women. All women. Because she's like. And then she was even like, you don't hear about the success stories of Me Too. Yeah. Because she brings up Samuel Hayek and Charlize Theron, who had to have sex with Harvey Weinstein in order to have their jobs. Yeah. And she's like prostitutes aren't there being like, well, where's my Oscar? Yeah. Because most women aren't prostitutes, bitch. Yeah. They didn't want to f***ing have sex with him just to get a job. Mm-hmm. Because you shouldn't God have God damn to. it, ho. <laughs> yeah. God, it just is. It's, it it's was infuriating. My, it was, it and was... unfortunately, I'm too sick to really unleash this rage yeah. about Michelle Wolf because mm-hmm. I feel betrayed. Mm-hmm. I feel f***ing betrayed. Yeah. She's always been a powerful voice. Always. Mm-hmm. And to just throw women under the bus like that, to tell women it's your fucking fault that you were raped. Yeah. It's fucking foul. Well, and it's it's crazy to have Pete Holmes be a better feminist yeah. than Michelle Wolf. Yeah. As pervy as he can be oh sometimes. Oh my God, he's hilariously pervy. <laughs> but like... <sighs> He would never do it without consent. <laughs> you never. know what I'm saying? Like he'll do weird shit. He'll do it, but it's always with your consent. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I just I'm I feel betrayed by her personally. Well, and that was like another thing about Steve Carell's character, because like for the most part, I was like, like I said, I was like, he's a good he's a good cast uh, yeah. for this because he does. He's charming. He's charming. He embodies that yeah. like Mister America. I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm one of you. I'm charming. I'm a. I goof- like Steve Carell. I'm goofy dad. Yeah. But and so I'm like, he's great for this person to be like these goofy guys mm-hmm. can be monsters too. Yeah. But then the show at the end is like, but he really isn't a bad guy. He's actually. not a bad guy actually. Because you know he didn't rape them. It was with consent, and <laughs> he's really being mistreated. And it's, it's Weinstein's consent. fault. Yeah, actually. it's not consent if you lock the door and it's like, hey, just come on in and have a good time with me. Yeah, they didn't because wanna... these women actually think they're going to be fired. Yeah, that's why they're having sex with you, man. It's not because they fucking want to. It, exactly, because it's like, it, it, like the show didn't have the guts. Yeah. To be like, really make him Matt Lauer where he like lock the door and be like, mm-hmm. you're going to have sex with me now. Yeah. They wanted to make it like, I don't understand mm-hmm. the rules now. Like, I'm powerful. Of course, these women want to have sex. I didn't rape them. Yeah. And that's how the episode basically ends. Yeah. Where you're supposed to feel sympathy. And Jennifer Aniston is like hugging him. Yeah. And then she even says, and I, I wrote this down because it fucking pissed me off because then they made a joke about it. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. She said, I'm sorry you're an asshole. And he says, me too. And she goes, maybe you shouldn't use those words together. And they laugh. Yeah. 
And I just wanted to fucking punch both of them. Exactly. You don't get to say those fucking things. Mm-hmm. And think it's like... And think it's a fucking joke that all of these women went through, and men too, mm-hmm. that all of them went through this shit. Yeah. You don't get to make fun of that crap. You don't get to lighten it. Mm-hmm. This is fucking serious. And like, what really pissed me off the most is Jennifer Aniston earlier says, there are consequences. Mm-hmm. And there is not many consequences for men. Yeah. And we need to stick it to them or whatever. And it's like, but then she's like all hugging him yeah. and crying and upset. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Well, it, the consequences are you rake him over the fucking coals. Well, the show, like we kind of said, like it wants to like take a like a liberal standpoint on this, but it feels like it was written by conservatives. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like this is like, how, oh well, how are men supposed to react now? Well, maybe men just keep it in your fucking pants. Not every woman wants to have sex with you. <laughs> there was like a moment where. At the end, Jennifer Aniston is taking this harder yeah. than his real life wife his is. His real life wife was like, "Well, I just don't like you anymore. Anyway, we're getting a divorce. Bye." Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm taking the kids to the Hamptons. <laughs> Bye. Whereas, like Jennifer Aniston is like weeping in his weeping. dressing room, drunk as f- weeping. And I'm like, I guess I understand her being upset, but like, she may lose her job because of this, and she's going down too because of that. F- yeah, and they're making, they're kind of painting it out like, what did she know? Like, she, mm. was she involved? Like, did she, was she complicit yeah. in his stuff? So at the end of the apparently not, which doesn't make sense to me. This is what this is what like killed me kind of at the end. Okay, so she shows up at Steve Carell's house at, at the end. It's raining. It's the the Me Too moment. Right. And just before it kind of happens, I'm like, oh, that's Jennifer Aniston. And yeah, I was like, you know why she's so upset? Because they were having an affair this whole time. Mm-hmm. And turns out, yeah, they had slept together. And, and that he and that this is her finding out that he was actually sleeping with other people too. And I'm right. like, okay, I kind of understand why she's reacting the way she is. But then the show immediately takes that out from under you where they're like, We slept together like twice and it was like no big deal. Yeah. So I was like, Oh. So why is she so like upset? I don't She's upset because she thinks she's going to lose her job now because of him. Right. And, and she is. And she is. But then she, like, then again, to make Steve Carell the good guy in this whole yeah. thing, he's like yelling after her, is like, they were going to fire you anyway. Yeah, I was trying to keep you on. I was trying to keep you on. Mm-hmm. And then he has the nerve. The nerve to say, yeah, but I'm here with a gun. I'm here with a gun. Like, to be like, I'm going to shoot myself if you leave. Yeah, and I'm like, isn't that the same thing? Like, the coercion that, like... Yeah, that is most definitely coercion. And I think but that is But on Jennifer Aniston's part, it was very nice of her. She goes, great, good luck with that. Yeah. And walks off. She had the two best lines I thought of the yeah, show. Yeah, she did. To be quite honest yeah. with you. That was that one mm-hmm. where she just, like, is like, Fuck you. And then she says, and coming up next, a segment on V-vitamins. They <laughs> might surprise you. Yeah, it was and like... And this right is after, after, like, a really heavy argument. It was like... Her and Reese Witherspoon yeah. having their first like on-screen moment, and it's very tense. Yeah, and then it's like then it goes right back into like frothy like yeah. a morning show. It was hilarious. That was really good. And uh, then of course we laughed at her crying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think we like cracked up at her crying. So. <laughs> Still laughing at it. Um, she's a great actress, by the way. But it was funny. Uh, and I wanted to talk about Steve Carell's awesome TV. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, the quality of that television was amazing. He was destroying it with a poker, and it was still working. 
that he did and great. I was like, holy crap, that is a solidly built television. Yeah, it's a great TV. And I was like, what brand is that? I need that. <laughs> one, if I take anything away from the morning show is I what need, is Steve Crow's TV? What is that TV? What brand I, is that? I might want to take an andiron or something to we, <laughs> TV one day. We have kids. Things get destroyed. I want to see how tough these things can be made. <laughs> I think like a pacing issue, if I may, again. Once again, this show was an hour and six minutes long, which I, I've said Super on long. this. I've said on this podcast too many times. Too many times at this mm-hmm. point is forty five minutes is great for a three act structure. Yep, perfect. Yeah, you go over that, it just starts getting too long and mm-hmm. it's too Boring. slow. And like I said, you could have started the show with this show should have started with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, not with Mark Duplass, not with Steve Carell. It should have started with that's six minutes that could be cut out right there. Six minutes where she's like already in damage control mode over what happened yesterday. You could do over the credits, not that there were credits for the show, over the credits like recent scandal happened yesterday and start the show with her having a conversation with Reese Witherspoon. And like all the stuff that you see in the first 40 minutes of the show Mm -hmm. could be like doled out in conversation throughout the rest of the Mm -hmm. show and like get this fucker moving. There's, like, a weird thing where a lot of shows don't understand, like, storytelling doesn't have to be strictly chronological. Mm-hmm. We can do things in conversations and keep it moving. Right. The only show I could say, unfortunately, it doesn't support my argument, really, mm-hmm. is The Changeling was kind of bounced between timelines a little bit. But I think they did it too much that it made it confusing. They were, like, all over the map in terms of when it was was happening. Right. I think this show had to start with Jennifer Aniston, like I said, already in damage control mode. We're watching her try to like navigate this thing. You bring in Reese Witherspoon. We don't watch Reese Witherspoon do the whole coal mining thing. We are informed of it in the interview mm-hmm. in the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like we, All that other stuff we didn't need. And then we get really into the show, what they want it to be about, about these two women. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's like, again, like the way these shows are paced nowadays, it took an hour and six minutes just to get them together. Yeah. When it's like the show is about them, we should be with them almost from scene one. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand otherwise. Do you want to know what other people had to say about the, I almost said the Midnight Club, because that's what <laughs> my thing is labeled as. If you're wondering, like, how often I relabel my uh, notes here, uh, I'll check my silo uh, <laughs> one. Um, oh, yeah, silo. That was but, shit. But as we were saying, uh, we were saying to one another as we were watching this show, I would rather watch Daryl Dixon. I'd rather watch Daryl Dixon. I'd rather watch horrifying house of frightenstein yeah yeah absolutely 100 percent. like this show failed for me on so many levels yeah. like i think even me not really being a morning talk show mm-hmm. fan like i seriously do not care enough about that world yeah i think you can make me care about these things you know what i mean like right. i don't care about soccer or football yeah but like i can watch ted lasso yeah you know, mm-hmm. so I don't think that matters so much. I think it's the way it's delivered has to be in a certain way. Absolutely. Ted Lasso didn't start with another character other than Ted Lasso. <laughs> this is from LG Fed Jeffy. It says, Barf, Ego's Gone Mad. Initially a good show. What? 
turned garbage. So this is when it was good. Okay. Unbelievable, these people's egos and God syndrome. <laughs> it's kind of disgusting how they plug in all of the jargon and popular words that are happening. The, what were they supposed to do? <laughs> these people think they're indispensable. It's really turned into garbage. Probably the most gross show I've seen. I can't believe that these people think they're so important. Funny how the money goes to their heads. Ego's gone mad. It's really just a bunch of crap. Disappointing so, show. So what What about the show? Yeah, I don't really know what this you're, person... You're just talking about the actors, I guess? Uh, Yeah, just calling them trashy people. Money can't buy class. I don't really know what they're... Sounds I like jealousy more than anything I, yeah, on that I don't, one. I don't know what you're talking about here. Yeah. This doesn't apply to the show. Tell me why you don't like the show. Yeah, I need a review on the show, mm-hmm. not what you're angry about right now. This says, makes you look hard at our sexual behavior as a species. What? Yeah, again, women not at fault. We're going we're gonna to compare our sexual behavior with that of the Galapagos tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is from N. Jones Productions, which I can only assume is Nora Jones's uh, <laughs> productions. It's out there on IMDb writing <laughs> reviews for shows. You watch it and you realize the guy committing the crime is clueless as to what he's doing. Uh, no, he's not. And they're not, though. No, because like Jennifer Aniston did say another thing that um, kind of was on the mark a bit. She was like, you could have sex with a million and one women yes. who actually want to. Because... You can get a blowjob from anyone yeah. in the world that doesn't work for this show. Yeah, and he could, but that's not what this is about. Yeah. Rape is about power, yeah. not sex. Yes. And this is what people need to understand. It has nothing to do with sex. And I think... It has everything yes. to do with power. And that is something I feel like is constantly... Mm-hmm. Um, like people don't get. People it's don't why it's it. why like prison rape is a thing. Yeah. It has nothing to do with sex. Nothing. It has nothing to do with like homosexuality None. or anything like that. It's about dominance. Yep. I'm the king of the heap. Yeah. And you're my bitch. Yeah. Like so. Power. It has everything to do with power. Nothing to do with sex. Yes. And yeah, I I totally agree. And like again, like something like this show. I think this is why this show is such a failure. Yeah. Is like this show, if it wants to make this the topic of the show, needs to understand that. It misses the mark completely. It misses it completely. It Mm -hmm. still thinks sex is just sex. Yeah. It's just something. And that rape is sex. Yeah. Rape is just a different, it's violent sex. or not consensual. Non-consensual sex, but it's still sex. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. It is not. It is not about sex. Yeah. Because like constantly we have to hear Steve Carell's character said they enjoyed it. Yeah. This one of them told me it was the best sex. They I taught them everything they ever knew about sex. Like they never enjoyed sex until they had sex with me. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like that's not the point though. Um You're abusing your power. Yeah. That's the point. They came on to me. It's like, yeah, and you should say no because you're their boss or you're I doubt they came on to him. Well, I mean, that's what he says in the show. But um but they and that's the show's obviously sympathetic look at Steve Carell. Well, it's sort of that shitty Star Trek episode hmm. where uh, Jonathan Franks is like, she asked for it. She wanted it. Oh, right. And then it was the other woman who, from her viewpoint, she was raped. Yes. And he's like, no, she wanted it. Yeah. And then, like, Deanna Troy's like, yeah, a different perspectives, I guess. No, man. She fucking said no. Yeah. She didn't fucking ask for it. Yeah. Like, this is some bullshit. Yeah, so basically this show is that episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Where they're trying to be like, 
Riker's a good guy, though. He's just he just misread the signals, you know, or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. That's not it. That's not it. Um, you realize the victims have no idea what's happening sometimes. It makes you realize that other people do not see reality like you do. Again, this is a very both sides. Uh, no, like man. Even, even this person who's like supporting the show is still like, oh, I get it now. Like he didn't understand those so, poor rapists. Yeah. No, they're not f-ing victims. If someone says like, don't do this, don't f-ing do that. <laughs> I mean, that's the one thing. We, I, I, one thing. It's one thing. <laughs> well, we teach our boys, and we have boys, so it's like something we. I'm. I am teaching them. Very strict rules. Because, like, when we, like, are playing around with our boys and we're tickling them or whatever, yeah. and as soon as they say no, we always stop. Yeah. And we say, if you say stop, stop. Stop means stop. Doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing. No stop means, means no. Stop. And, like, I know that might sound, like, little, but I think, I feel like it's putting into their head, no means no. No matter what you're doing, if you're getting carried away in the moment yeah. and you're all having fun, if you say no, stop, you stop. That's right. Right then and there. Mm-hmm. Body autonomy. Yeah. Consent. All of it. Yeah. They're learning, and they're going to be great. This, uh, the, again, Nora Jones. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't nearly drag Nora Jones into this. And Jones Productions goes on. It blew my mind to watch so many good people play a part on such a dynamic stage of humanity. We have a lot of work to do. The show does well to showcase that. Beautiful script, performances, many awards should be forthcoming, and editing. Five-star experience as a season. <laughs> Nora Jones. <laughs> um, I hated this show. Yeah, I did too. I hated yeah. it. I don't want to watch another second of it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. It was gross. It was... Yeah, it's pretty foul. I don't like apologists for rapists. Yeah. Like, if, if there's one thing I really don't like... Yeah. It's that. Like... And I especially don't like women apologizing... For exactly. And what was drove me crazy, too, is the writers and the directors were all women. Mm. But I also am like, how much are they being controlled by, like, what content they yeah. they are putting out? So I'm not, not going to blame them either. Right. But, I mean, like, it, it just was surprising to me. I was like, mm-hmm. I thought for sure. I'm like, oh, this is definitely made by a dude who thinks he's doing a good thing. And yeah. I'm like, oh, really? The story of this episode is really about Steve Carell's character yeah. and how he's actually kind of sympathetic and he just didn't understand. Yeah. And I hate that. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Like you said, Jennifer Aniston should have gone scorched earth on him. Yeah. She'd be like, F- you. You should have kept it in your pants. Now my career is in jeopardy mm-hmm. because of you, you f***ing asshole. Yeah. And she kind of does that, but then as soon as she does that, backs right off and is like, but Hugs you, him and but you know like, I'm what? so sorry. But you know, humans are complicated and you're good in other ways. It's like, you. Yeah. I can't. With Unacceptable. This. Unacceptable. I can't believe this show's been on for three seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to recommend Apple TV shows, again, I would say Ted Lasso <laughs> has a good does a good job of taking a very niche subject, mm-hmm. soccer, mm-hmm. and putting humanity in it. Yeah. That is actually like there's very little in Ted Lasso that I would criticize. Like they got wrong. Right. And then honestly, the other one I would maybe recommend is Shrinking. <laughs> that one I didn't even really want to watch. Oh, yeah. That but one was maybe, kind and, of wild. And maybe not coincidentally, made by the same people who made Ted Lasso. Well, there you go. So Brett Gil- Goldstein did both. So mm. watch those shows. If you're going to watch an Apple TV show, don't watch this shit. 
Yeah, I don't, don't waste your time. I don't understand why you would watch this. Because, like, I'm so uninterested in, I've said this, like, morning shows, but just in, like, the, the nature of celebrity mm-hmm. in general. I don't care about celebrity, like, TMZ kind of gossipy stuff. Yeah, I don't either. Stuff. I don't really care about that. Mm-hmm. I understand that celebrities are people, and that's as far as I view them. Like, I don't hold them on any kind of pedestal. I don't worship anybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so... I can like people and dislike people just like I like and dislike people in my real life. But yeah, exactly. That that's as far as it goes for me. So I am a hard red light on this. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, things would definitely have to change. And uh, but I like definitely have to change. But there would have to be something in this episode mm-hmm. to really, as heavy handed as it is, that really show that changes are coming. Yeah. The times are a changing. Mm-hmm. Like. Like that we're go we're going don't worry we're going somewhere with this, mm-hmm. but as far as I can tell, it's just going to be more of the same of this. It's just going to be women butting heads, and and though they I, should be together. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be know. until like you said in like the season finale in episode ten. Then they have a respect for each other after, because they're both powerful and they can take down the patriarchy. And then season two will blah, probably blah, blah. be like Jennifer Aniston and yeah. uh, Reese Witherspoon. Facing down Billy Crudup's character. Yeah. You know, and how he's actually the bad guy. And we're going to team up. We're stronger as a unit. But through that episode, I don't even know, guys. If you've seen seasons two and three, you can tell me if I'm how right I am about that. I doubt our listeners have watched that far. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) This was a recommendation. (laughs) Well, that's because somebody just wanted to hear me yell. (laughs) But, like, I see, this is what I think for season two. So it's going to take ten hours for them to become Friends. friends. Right. And then season two is those as a power unit going up against Billy Crudup's entertainment as news UBA. president. But halfway through this hour five <laughs> is when he is going to somehow sunder the relationship that they have built. Somebody's having an affair with him. Yeah. And because you know women. Women be having sex. <laughs> women can't, can't keep it in their pants. You know, they just can't keep it in their pants. They just want to have babies. <laughs> it's a biological <laughs> Clock. And then by the end of season two, they'll have made up and and, uh, <laughs> and they'll realize that Brittany Billy Crudup is actually the bad guy. Wow. This is my theory. I don't know what season three is about. Probably like, I don't know, fracking or something. Aliens. Aliens, hopefully. Hopefully. We can only hope. Hopefully next week when you join us for piloting the pilots, which releases each Tuesday, can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud, wherever else <gasps> fine podcasts can be found. <laughs> Uh, we'll have a different and better show with Nancy Drew. Well, and also let's let's tell them our future plans. Um, oh right, yeah, we we do have plans. So I have canceled all of my video game subscriptions. Yes. All of them. I've canceled every subscription that I have except for Adobe because you're not allowed to buy the software. Yeah, That'd be <clears> illegal. Those <throat> I mean, streaming like you should have an option of either buying or streaming. And I mean, like with movies and music, you do. It's yeah. like, well, you can go buy the Blu-ray or you can buy it on Apple. Yeah. Or whatever. But well, because let me let me tell you a fun thing about Adobe. Now they're using so-called AI to help like cut out backgrounds and stuff. And it's trash. And they cannot see black people. Yeah. It's like, racist. I, AI is racist, I guys. I make a lot of AA covers. Mm-hmm. A lot. And so I've always used my select tool, mm-hmm. you know, to pull them out. Mm-hmm. I'm put them into a new situation or whatever. And um, this recent time, <laughs> oh, the several recent times, 
uh, I've clicked it, and it just puts a square in the top right corner and selects a cloud. They're like, there's no people in this there's picture. There's no people in this picture. What do you want? What's the subject? I don't know what it is. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's the beautiful woman right in the it's front. It's the beautiful like woman the in front. Literal subject of this photo. Like, it's mind blowing how racist the technology is. Yeah. Just mind blowing. Yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, I don't like what they're doing to the software, but it is the best software out there, unfortunately. Yeah, because you did try that other... I did uh, try the Affinity thing. It was garbage. I mean, well, it's good if um, you're just doing local things. Right, yeah. Like, oh, you want to send out a Christmas card and it's yeah. going to be fun or something. That That's perfect for you. But for a professional. Yeah, but for somebody like me, no, I, I need I need all the tools at my disposal. But basically, our our goal is to reduce the amount of streaming mm-hmm. we're doing, which is really great for a show that does TV shows. Okay, but what what I learned the other day, I've been looking to like get rid of some of our streaming yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, right now it costs as much as cable, exactly. Especially since they're going to be increasing prices and adding commercials. Like, fuck you. Yeah, man. you're going to add commercials and increase my price. Like. Excuse me? Not happening, man. So for, like, actually for a while, I've been trying to decide which ones I wanted to cut out. And I'll tell you right now, right now I think my favorite streaming services Mm -hmm. are Peacock Mm -hmm. and Paramount Plus. Yeah. I think they they have the shows that I like the most, Mm -hmm. and they have a good backlog of television and movies. Right. Netflix, I don't really, I'm not really... I don't really care for, but because we have kids, it's kind of... We have to kind of keep it. We kind of have they to have keep it. They have a lot of kids programming. Yeah, that and, unfortunately, Hulu and mm-hmm. Disney Plus, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, I've been trying to, like, figure out which Max one to get rid of. Max is included in our um. Verizon, yeah, we don't even so pay for Max. We don't even pay for Max. I mean, like, if they... Yeah, it's included with our internet. Yeah. If they take that away, I'd probably cancel Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, quote, unquote, free because right. we have the highest tier internet you can have. I have to have it for all of my downloads. Yeah, we, we use lots of it. We run our business out of our house. Yeah, so, so I, I have to be connected. <laughs> so <laughs> the perk of that is we get Mac. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, so so that's not going anywhere um, unless they decide to take that away from us. Yeah. So really what I heard the other day, and maybe our listeners are hearing this for the first time, maybe they need to hear it, mm. is that Amazon is increasing their monthly subscription for Amazon TV to seventeen ninety nine per month. That's crazy. If and I think that's with commercials. They want to put commercials in it too. Wait, no, no. Seventeen ninety nine. They're raising it to seventeen ninety nine. If you want no commercials, the current tier we have right now, which is commercial free, they're gonna add commercials. Wow. And I really thought about it, and I asked you. I was like, Do we use Amazon all that much anymore? No, we don't. And I think of all the streaming channels that we have Mm -hmm. i think i use amazon the least yeah they have a couple shows here and there that have been okay Mm -hmm. but i really am not like in love with amazon like like i I think i've said on the show before like i try to use all of our streaming so i'm getting our money's worth Mm -hmm. and whenever i get to amazon i'm always like i don't know what to watch on here like there's like never anything anything. there's never anything i really want to watch that isn't either i don't already own Mm -hmm. isn't available somewhere else or is garbage yep and I'm personally, and I think you agree with me on this. I'm pretty sure you are. <laughs> I don't want to make Jeff Bezos rich anymore. Yeah, I don't either. I'm, 
I'm not even going to buy stuff from Amazon. I'm canceling that whole thing. Amazon Prime, like, I think that's why we had it. It's because we had Amazon Prime yeah. for, like, shipping. Yeah. But we don't even buy much from Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I also found out that Amazon had been slowly raising their prices yeah. to test how much they could charge people. Exactly. So that's why, like, Amazon used to... I mean, this is the chokehold they've had on society. And mm-hmm. this is, like, the the thing that, like, um, like Uber has done to taxis. It's like, mm-hmm. they, they, they subvert what's mm-hmm. normal, like cable television. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, we're innovators. We're disruptors. And then slowly they make streaming into cable. Yeah. Because that's the only way to make f-ing money on mm-hmm. it. It's the same with Uber and all this mm-hmm. other shit. Or Airbnb. Yeah. Amazon used to be good for the consumer yeah. when you could get good prices on everything. Yeah. But now the prices are terrible. either the same as what you get anywhere else. Yeah. Or higher. Or higher. Mm-hmm. So really, I might, and since most people offer free shipping based yeah. on how much you're buying anyway, mm-hmm. you're just as good going to someone else. Yeah, so I'm getting rid of it, and I'm not giving him another dime. I'm going to go to Google Home instead yeah. of uh, having Alexa <laughs> yeah. constantly bitch at me. Oh, God, I hate her. She is such a bitch. She really is. And we probably don't even need that. We don't even need Google Home, probably. I mean, I kind of just use her to turn on the lights. But you know what? I can flip a switch. We can flip a switch. We can get smart sockets. Why don't we get, like, red buttons? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Get the staples button. Um, So, basically, so this is a long way of saying. It just says, do not push. We are no longer going to support Jeff Bezos or Amazon. Yeah, so what we're going to do is uh, for the next, for the rest of the year, I guess. I guess after Nancy. We'll do Nancy Drew. We'll do Nancy Nancy Drew, and then for the rest of the year, until our subscription runs out, we're going to uh, just do Amazon programming to see if it's even worth it. It's not. But we're going to do it anyway. Our ma- our ma- As of like a big goodbye. Our macro point will be, I think it will be about six or seven episodes for us. Yeah. We're going to find six or seven Amazon shows. Amazon originals. A- Amazon original shows. That, that you, you can- cannot find anywhere else. Yeah. We're only Amazon originals. Mm-hmm. And we're going to watch them. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a kind of, at the end of that, to be like, is it worth canceling Amazon? Mm-hmm. See, I don't think Rings of Power is worth it. I don't think Rings of Power is worth it either. Now, I do I mean, I liked it just fine, but I'm not going to spend all my money at Amazon because of it. Like, someone said this about Netflix, and I do agree with it. Again, we have kids, though, that have a tendency to watch things over and over again. Mm -hmm. Is, like, you could cancel Netflix. Mm -hmm. Wait till, like, that show that everybody wants, like, say, Stranger Things. Wait till it comes out. Get like a free seven day trial. trial watch it. watch everything you want to watch that's good on Netflix mm-hmm. and cancel your subscription. That's what I'm gonna do for um, next October. We're going to wait until the next. Uh, what is his name? Oh, Michael Paul. Flanagan. Yeah, him. Oh, because he is, uh, He's actually going to Amazon. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Well, we'll no, do this. We can still do. We'll the same get thing. A, still a trial. I'm just gonna get a trial for the things I know are gonna be good. Well, yeah. And like for Netflix, GBBO. Yeah. And then you know, once all of the episodes are out, and then watch it like that. Well, and that's the thing. And that's the dumb thing about releasing things as binging now. Mm-hmm. It's like then I can watch them all in one day and cancel you in seven. Yep. You know, like if you're. Now, if you're releasing 20 episodes over the course of a few months, then maybe I would have to keep my subscription because I would want to watch them. Right. But they don't do that anymore. Yep. So um, don't give them ideas. <laughs> edit that. I'm gonna put a big long beep of what I just said. Um, the only show that I'm actually kind of interested in watching right now on Amazon mm-hmm. is Invincible season two has come out. But here's the thing about Invincible: I've read all the comics and they're great. Mm-hmm. I don't need the TV show to watch. 
And it's another one of those things where the problem with also like the way these streamer streamers are set up, it takes this is season two of Invincible. Season one came out three years ago. That's nuts. I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait until all of the seasons are out mm-hmm. six years from now, and yeah. I'll just watch them all then, or yeah. I'll buy them. Yeah, you know, or whatever. Like I don't need to have it. So Amazon mm-hmm. is honestly the weakest link as far as yeah, certain, it's to, on its way out. I'm I'm done with it. And just that the the fact that I do not want to contribute to these people, especially mm-hmm. when you have things like Tubi. Yeah. And what was the other one? What's the other one we used? That's free. Pluto. Pluto. Tubi and Pluto have lots of great old shows on them. They, and that's more suited to our podcast anyway. Yeah. And they have commercials, and that's always been baked into their yeah, thing. So it's, it's free. It's completely yeah. free. And it's hilarious to watch some of these commercials. Yeah. But I'm not going to like pay you a monthly subscription, and then you're going to put f***ing commercials yeah. on there, too? you. No. Not happening. Mm-mm. F*** you, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. I'm sick of making the rich richer. Yeah. Yep, I'm done. So I'm out. I'll find other ways to buy things. I can buy local assholes. Yeah, exactly. I'll rent it. Yeah. It'd be cheaper for me to rent like the first episode of something and like just do that. Exactly. Anyway, so that's what we're gonna do. You can contact us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We'll be here for Nancy Drew next week. Although maybe we should just start with the Amazon thing. Yeah, maybe we should just start with Amazon. We'll just start with Amazon, won't we? Get that done. Because I just want to be done. I think I've got that $100 fee coming up soon. It comes at the beginning of every year. Okay, yeah. And we don't order enough from Amazon to even be worth the free shipping anyway. No, it doesn't. So let's get rid of it. Now, I will tell you what I do. Now, maybe (laughs) I shouldn't tell you. I always, like, every year, like, Amazon always wants to, like, lure me back yeah. with, like, Amazon Prime. So they give you, like, a 30-day trial. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple different email addresses. <laughs> so, like, what I'll do is I wait for them to give me that 30-day trial. And mm-hmm. then I buy, like, if I'm buying anything from Amazon, I'll buy all my Christmas gifts during that 30-day free <laughs> trial so I get the free shipping. Right. But like I said, most places give you free shipping now anyway. And you know what? We've already ordered most Christmas presents. We've ordered most Christmas presents. And not online. We bought local. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and buy fucking local, guys. Yeah. So. I mean, I I guess I support local big business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least local big business, the money is going to pay employees. Oh, to, we like, hope. We hope. Not really. <laughs> not really. Uh, but. It's a lie we tell ourselves. I, I feel a little better about giving employment to people who yeah. live in town. Yeah, me too. Even if they're not getting paid what they deserve to be paid. Exactly. Anyway, morning show sucks. Yeah. Amazon sucks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> New Beatles album, great. Michelle Wolf sucks. Yeah. Pete Holmes is great. Oh, he's awesome. I want one more good thing. What's one more good thing? One more Lower good Decks. Thing. Watch Lower Decks. Yeah, excellent. And uh, I get one more positive thing. We love you. We love you. I mean, that's that's a big one, guys. See you next week. Don't know what it's going to be, but it's definitely going to be from Amazon. Yep. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.